Hello friends, welcome to the SOS Podcast. I'm your host Carl. Thanks for joining me this week. If you will, turn with me to Matthew chapter 6. We'll be starting in, I believe, verse 31. This is where Jesus is teaching about not worrying. So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Now, for most of us, that probably isn't a new passage to read. Wouldn't be a new teaching. We've heard teachers and preachers teach on this before. The response of the one who believes in the one true God, the one who believes in Christ for salvation, our response when it comes to being in need should be different than the world's. The world may worry. They may fear that they won't have what they need. They may be driven to either worry in their mind or doing things they shouldn't do to meet their own needs instead of trusting in God for that. So one of the pieces of this teaching is that as believers, we need to respond differently when we have needs. We have a Father in heaven who we should have faith will meet those needs. And so we don't need to have those worries. Now it's interesting here, Jesus says, instead of worrying about what you need, do this instead. And he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I think it's easy to miss the second part of that statement. Yes, we seek first the kingdom of God, but it says, and his righteousness. And then all these other things will be given to you as well. If we can think about this this kingdom as a government, maybe even as a place, as a group that we can be a part of, to seek God's kingdom is one thing. To seek his righteousness is something else. The kingdom of God, yes, it's a a legal structure, it's a governmental structure, it's a group that you can be a part of. What is the righteousness of God? Well, the word here, translated into righteousness, also means justice, can be virtue. It's very similar to a word used in Galatians 5 when talking about spiritual gifts. The word there, we translate into goodness, also means virtue, generosity, beneficence, One thing I noticed with these words is that they seem to mean generally the good, holy, righteous character of God. So this idea of seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness, to me it speaks of something external and something internal. So there's this, we'll call it this external kingdom of God. There's the fact that we get to be called priests in his royal priesthood. We are royalty. We are children of his. Being part of God's kingdom means being a citizen of heaven. There are blessings that come with this. Obviously, Jesus here talks of some of those blessings. Relying on the Father to meet our needs, to know that he won't leave us or forsake us. So no matter what it is that we are without, he can provide. So these, I would say, are external qualities of the kingdom. No different than if you decided to be a new citizen of a new nation there would be these external qualities that come along with being a citizen of that place. You'd have certain rights, certain liberties, certain privileges, certain responsibilities, all that comes together. But all of that is outside of you. Now, when Jesus speaks here of God's righteousness, which again, speaking of the, I believe, a general, holy character of God, this is not something external to us. This is something internal. Jesus is telling us to pursue something within ourselves, which is a change. So there are things within God's kingdom that we can seek to have. 
there are other things within God's kingdom that we are to seek to be. And I'm not sure that I'm not splitting hairs here, but I look at God's holiness as, I mean, we could say that it's something that we strive to have, but it's something that we strive to be. I mean, the goal here, what? It's to be transformed into a new image, the image of God into his likeness. So where our default is to follow our flesh, our default is to please ourselves, our default is to worship self. That's our default. That's what Adam and Eve did. They worshiped self when they ate from that tree. They weren't hungry. They just wanted to be like God. They wanted to be more. So that's our default. Our default is to worship self. And Jesus is saying, well, you need to change that. You are unholy. You need to be holy. You need to become holy. It's not just a matter of having God's righteousness as something that we hold or carry. We are to be transformed daily. The renewing of the mind, the changing of the heart from stone to flesh. This is all about carrying the character of God and eschewing or saying no to the flesh. When I look at this kingdom of God that we are supposed to be pursuing, I see two things. One, which for most people probably looks very appealing, and the other, which for a lot of people will look very unappealing. So there's the external kingdom, there's the blessing, there's the royal assignment, there's the priesthood, there's all this stuff that God says, you're not worthy, but I will make you worthy through my son. And you get to have all of this. Eternal life is one of them. Imagine eternal life in perfect harmony with God himself. That's awesome. Who wouldn't want the blessings? Who wouldn't want the treasures that are awaiting those who are faithful in this life? Those are the, I would call them, appealing parts of the kingdom. But then there's the second part here, chasing after God's righteousness. This, I think, for many people is the unappealing part, because it means that we have to change. I am not good enough. I'm not. When people say things like, God loves you just how you are, that's true. He loves you just how you are, because in that fallen, terrible, disgusting, deplorable state, he sent his son to be sacrificed to save you. But that doesn't mean he wants you to stay how you are. He wants to change you. And that's where pursuing the righteousness of God comes into play. It is about elevating God at the expense of myself. It is about changing all of those horrible, terrible things about me that are default, right? It's my natural inclination is to pursue the things of the flesh. It's about self-sacrifice. It's about sacrificing, just like Jesus did putting myself on the altar, putting yourself on the altar, to be changed into the character of God so that we start to walk in his righteousness. That's the difficult part. That's the unappealing part. That's when you have to say, you know what? I am a terrible person. I am a sinful person. I am nothing without God. He is my everything. And all of a sudden, you have to start saying no to all these things you want and be changed to start wanting everything he wants. I think the big point here is we cannot say that we are pursuing God if we are not pursuing godliness. They're one and the same. Those who desire all of the blessings from the Father, yet do not desire to carry his character within them. Those who want the kingdom on the outside but not the inside, because the kingdom of God is within us. That requires transformation, right? I guess the question is, for those who want to seek the kingdom and all of those external benefits and blessings, do they want it badly enough to relinquish themselves on the inside? 
to be transformed into God's character to seek after his righteousness. What are you willing to give to gain the reward? The only acceptable answer is everything, everything that I am. I have to be willing to let God change everything that needs to be changed. If I don't go through this internal transformation, if I don't relinquish myself to him, I don't get to partake in that external kingdom. So that's the question. It's interesting because we get the free gift of salvation, yet it wasn't free. It cost the life of Jesus. And for us, it costs our lives as well. If you want to be a part of that kingdom, if you want to partake of those blessings, those promises, those treasures which are up ahead, the only way to do that is to let God change you. Everything that needs to be changed on the inside, pursuing first the kingdom, but also his righteousness, a change to his righteous character. Father, we thank you for all of our blessings. We thank you for everything you promise, which is yet to come, everything we have to look forward to. We thank you, God, for eternal life with you, for the treasures that you have stored up in heaven, for the place you have for us to live. Father, we thank you that you'll be renewing the earth and the heavens, and that there will be a perfect harmony in this place one day, awaiting those who are faithful to you now. Father, we ask that you give us what we need to be sacrificial, to be willing to relinquish everything that needs to be given to you, to be changed, to be transformed more into your character, into your likeness, God, that we would walk in your righteousness and deny the flesh. Father, we love you, and we can't wait to see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good day, and God bless. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of the Sold Out Soul podcast. If you would like to sow financially into the work that we're doing here, please visit soulsrestoredministries.org and click the donate button.